five, four, three, two, one, and we're live. Debbie, thanks for coming on. And all, thank you for having me, um, Andrew. It's such a pleasure to, to meet you and online. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. How are you coping during these times? Yeah, um, just just um, re- remaining positive and obviously, you know, keeping keeping abreast of like the news and everything and trying to take it all in. But just feeling grateful that I'm still able to to work from home. And I suppose for me, in that sense, not much has changed really, which is which is quite a fortunate position to be in. Yeah, you're working home from for a long time now, and that's one of the the main reasons why I wanted to get you on is that you have a a broader perspective of how to actually work from home. So, could you maybe tell us your reasons for shifting to this remote lifestyle? Yeah, yeah, of course. So, um, I actually um, I was working in London for for five years prior to this um, period where I've been working from home, and and during that time, which I absolutely loved, um, I just kind of realised I wasn't really following my passions or my dreams, and so. I just, just decided to push myself out of my comfort zone and, and make a big change. And part of that change was um, starting my album business. And um, that really started the, or fueled the passion for wanting to work remotely. Um, I wanted to travel. I wanted to kind of not be stuck to a nine to five job for the rest of my life. And I really wanted to to find a way to, to make that happen. So starting the album business um, fueled that, fueled the beginning of that and then I actually managed to get some freelance clients with my marketing um, background and then since then I've just um, built on that the past year and actually been able yeah. to travel travel a little bit as well which is great. And what part of the nine to five or the corporate life did you really despise that made you make this mindset change? Yeah I suppose I never, I never really despise it's just more that I felt that it was the only choice I'd been given from from life and I think that's part of the thing that I have learnt that I want something different from is that nine till five, almost indoctrination. You know, from school we go to school and it's those set times, and then we go to the office and it's nine till five, and you're told by someone all the time when you can have your lunch, when you can have a tea break, and you know what hours you should work. And I think I just realised that um, I didn't want that for the rest of my life. I wanted to be my own boss and work my business around the times that suited me. And I suppose ultimately my goal, much further in the future, is to become a mum. And I don't really, you know, when I've seen other people, other mums um, having to put their children in childcare and, and struggle with, with commuting and, and fitting in all of that and actually spending quality time with their children, it made me realise that um, I need to start building something different now so that hopefully by the time I have kids in you know, five, five, ten years that, um, that I'll be in a much different position. Right. And like the... Uh, you've one child now, is it? No, I don't actually. But you've probably seen on my Instagram, it's my, it's my little yeah. niece. <laughs> um, oh, right, I thought yeah. you had. A, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, a lot of people. So my, me and my sister actually look like twins. A lot of people think it's my my little girl. But um, but yeah, I'm very close yeah. to her. And I do spend a lot of time um helping out with my sister, looking after her. Um, and actually, yeah. last summer, um, you fooled me, innit? Oh, <laughs> 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 well, hopefully, I'm like a good mum if that's if I fooled you. Um, but uh, yeah, so last summer, um, I actually helped out quite a lot with my little niece over the summer holidays and that was the time that I was meant to go to Australia and actually um, I had a one-year working visa so my plan was to go and work over there but um, unfortunately my dad had a heart bypass so at the time I had to oh, stay sorry, around. Dear. Oh no he's, he's, he's made a good recovery now thankfully which we're very grateful about but um, at the time it kind of changed a few plans and um, I decided to stay at home and help look after my little niece while my sister was working so um, 
that was kind of almost, I almost fell into the, I suppose, the full-time remote working because um, at the time I only had one freelance client um, and my album business, but it pushed me to get more freelance clients and work that around uh, looking after my niece as well. So I just working in the morning, working in the evening. And um, when my sister looked after her, her daughter as well, then I'd spend that time um, building my business too. So I just kind of, yeah, I suppose that, that remote working fell into my life at that time and it's since then it's just it's just growing and and enabled me to to travel as well yeah and, and just making two distinctions you have you have two businesses going um yeah. side by side really one is a airborne is that how you pronounce it isn't it yes the it's airborne yeah airborne and the, your other one is the the freelance consultancy so yeah. could you distinguish what the two of them actually are yeah, of course. So with my freelance work, um, my background's in marketing and communication. So um, I work with clients doing things like customer um, service, um, also doing things like marketing strategies, copywriting, social media management. So that's one big part of my um, my work. And that, I suppose that's the kind of more traditional side, side where I exchange my time for money. Um, and then my Arbonne side is actually... Um, something completely different and Arbonne I'm not sure if, you've, if you're aware of Arbonne Andrew or if you've ever heard about it before I heard the brand name I just couldn't pronounce it uh, <laughs> I know the, of the brand name I just didn't know how to pronounce it properly um but yeah you're quite big it's quite a big organization as far as yeah, I know isn't it yeah so it's, it's actually a 40 year old online wellness business um so it's a Swiss heritage and it's um it's got a um, an award-winning range of products which are all vegan gluten-free products and um, from skincare to toothpaste and nutrition. So as a consultant, I work to share the products as a brand ambassador. And then by using the products myself and recommending them, I earn a commission. Um, so it's actually... So um, you're an affiliate. Um, almost, yeah. So I'm, just, I'm basically just a brand ambassador. And it's, it's a way of um, sharing this, this amazing product range. And instead of people, for example, going to the high streets to buy a high street brand, and then they're paying the high street CEO and the marketing for all that, that product to get to that, um, the shelf. Um, with Arbon, um, the, the 40% that's traditionally um, put into things like marketing and um, the promotion and like the overheads actually gets pumped back into the not only the products but also the people who recommend them so it's um so people can shop on my i have a personal website people can come and buy their you know their skincare and their uh, their protein powders and their makeup and through that through every sale that goes through my site i make a commission so it's a really yeah. so for me i'm actually by doing this i'm actually creating a passive income for so, sure yes for sure totally different sides but uh, i love working them both side by side and kind of you know having spending some time each day on both and tell us Debbie, how do you set up for a productive day just your morning routine attire daily goals like working space because just because it's an area that i'm trying to get used to now and it's probably an area that i'm going to focus on and give more time to in the future i can't see myself doing full weeks in the office um post covid19 so maybe just give us a a run through of your day and how you set up properly yeah i know how's how's life going to go back to to normal or what will normal be once once we come out of this i mean i think i think what what this is what covid19 is showing us is that we can actually work from home and that we can be productive as well. Although, yeah, as you're saying, it's, it can be hard to find ways to be productive if it's something that's, that's new to you. Um, so what I, what I found that I really 
do, which is really useful, is do things like set an alarm. So every morning, I'll make sure I set an alarm, um, whether that's, um, I mean, I tend to wake quite early, um, or, you know, just making sure that you're at your desk um, when you want to be rather than, because I think if you don't set an alarm, then from the from the off go, your your day could be, you know, I, I find it you'll waste time. Um, and what I do, what I really love is I love the feeling of um, accomplishment and getting to the end of the day and feeling that I've achieved some really great work. Um, so what I do is I um, create my own routine. So every night I will before I go to bed I will write in my diary what I've got to do the next day and kind of plan out a bit of a timeline of when I'm going to fit those projects in. Um, and I think that that's that's really crucial because um, otherwise I can. Well, I think we can all we can all be um, all do this kind of procrastinate and not and not use our time wisely. Um, and I think probably the key thing for me that has really um, changed my daily routine and made me productive is having a really good morning routine. Um, and I found that I really perfected this when I was in Bali early this year, and I t- I took some time on my own. I spent my day how I really wanted to, and that happened to be with um, like a thirty minute morning routine. So what I'll do is I'll do 10 minutes of meditation. Um, and then I actually write my morning gratitude list and affirmations. And I normally spend about 30, 30 minutes of the day doing this. Um, and then I'll just look through my to-do list for the day. And then once I've done that, I feel like it sets me up to be calm and present throughout the day. And, um, just to work, to work in the present and know that I'm, you know, I'm working hard towards my future goals. Um, and do you find, sorry to cut across yeah. there, but do you find that um, because today now I had my proper setup and I finally got my home studio slash office set up and I said, right, I'm putting on the clothes I wear that I used to wear going into the office yeah. just to get me back in that mindset. Do you have like, might sound like a stupid question, but like, do you have a, uh, I suppose your own work from home uniform? A work you- uniform. Um- I have to admit, I do love a pair of comfy gym leggings. <laughs> so I probably couldn't get away with them in the corporate world, but um, I just really enjoy being comfy. But I do think that it's really important to, to yes, have um, a routine and get up and get dressed every day because when you're sat in your pyjamas, um, I just, I personally don't find that I'm very productive. I feel like, I feel like I just want to watch TV and have a cup of tea. And I think it's also good to distinguish between that relaxation and the work the work self and I think you know on a weekend then you know if I am having lazier mornings in my pajamas then I feel okay just watching tv because that's my weekend and that's my relaxation whereas when I'm dressed even if it's gym leggings on the bottom a nice smart top on t- on the top which is what I do often with a lot of my my, my zoom calls and my Albon conferences um that I at least feel like I'm professional I'm always well presented and I'm um yeah I'm in the right mindset and how do you stop because a lot of people complain that they find it difficult to put the laptop aside just press off and not go on to gmail on their phone or outlook on their phone and they just find it very difficult to get out of working mode i suppose you probably need a break and pattern in your day either go for a run straight after work and just kind of break things up a bit is it yeah definitely um i think it's yeah as you say it's really important to switch the laptop off but it's it's often hard to do that um and I think when I first started, I found that I was working quite late, um, quite often, or, or almost all the time. Um, but now, I within my routine, I always try to fit in some exercise. Like I love going for like 
a, a half an hour run or going to a gym class, um, which I'm actually really missing um, at the moment. But is, this during, is this during the day or morning or evening time? Yeah, or I, um, it's actually when I was traveling, I would say that my routine was changing quite a lot. So sorry. So when, yeah, when I was traveling, um, my routine would change quite a lot. So sometimes I'd be traveling during the day or, or working um, in the morning and seeing friends. So um, I would just make sure that I'd schedule the night before what my routine was going to be. And that would always include the, the gym class or the exercise. Um, and it's normally in the morning or the afternoon. But um, but remote working, I found that for me, um, as long as I fit it in somewhere in the, in the day, then I'm, I'm quite happy with that. Yeah. I, and tell me, Debbie, because I'm really interested in the social impacts of working from home because I'm quite extroverted personally and I like being out meeting people and just part of part of my makeup and who I am really but I find that if I was just stuck here all day every day I like my social skills would definitely start to decrease because they're bound to if you're not interacting with other human beings so what is the way that people can overcome that challenge yeah I, I completely get that and I think when I first started I did think that I would really miss things like Christmas parties and office birthdays and you know that just that face that human interaction um but with a lot of my work for example Arbon, um it's it's all online so I'm always in contact with the, with um, business partners and with my clients um and with my album business, like every day we hop online with um, my, with my team and we do like a co-working session. So we're just face to face. We have a quick catch up and then we put on some music and we just um, co-work for an hour together. So I never fortunately feel like I'm on my own. Um, and, you know, I've, I'm always in contact with people on WhatsApp and, and email. So for me, um, I haven't actually found that face to face interaction as much of a, a miss as I thought it, it could be. And that co-work, would that like, could you be just working, doing your own thing and there's people in front of you if you just want to have a chat or are you all working collectively or what, what way is this yeah. um, structure? That's quite interesting because I was just, I had the picture in my head um, that the video uh, Zoom is on and just say you could be doing your own work but if you wanted to ask a question you could just shout in and it's it's just similar to being in the office yeah, is that yeah pretty much to be honest with you so so yeah so the way it works is that um like my album colleagues I suppose I'd call call ourselves is we you know we all hop online and do this music and we're doing our own kind of work we're, we're sharing out we're we we're sharing the business and the products with with people that we know and our networks and we're all doing this online at the same time um and yes, and there's, there's a group chat so we can actually ask some questions and or, or speak and, and have a catch up together as well. And it's, so it's a, it is a bit like being in an office. And I think that's where it, what really attracted me to the Arbon business is that, you know, there's still opportunities to co-work together. You're not you're never on your own. You're working with this amazing, empowered team of people. And you're all even though you're all working on your own different businesses, you're all collectively working towards the same goal, which is, I suppose, time and money freedom. Yeah, for sure. And I I believe, obviously, with all the technology, it is great and to utilize and I'll be utilizing a lot of it. But I will also plan my week out that I'll try aim to meet two or three people for a coffee during the week just to break it up a bit. And I suppose... um, you know, there isn't anything like face to face. Obviously, you can mm. distinguish what people are thinking a bit better and their facial expressions. And I just think, personally, for me, that I'm going to make try make a goal of it. But that's only for me. Some people might yeah. 
be perfectly fine with Zoom. Um, what are your thoughts on it, really? Yeah, no, definitely. I'm definitely a people person, and I really love, I really love like human face interact, face to face interaction. So I, I also do schedule in regular coffee dates when you know when we're not in isolation and um, I love getting out and about and I love working in in coffee shops and I love even speaking to people that I meet in coffee shops and yeah and catching up with friends and and making sure that I spend you know some time on evenings going out for nice dinners and I'm uh, going to gym classes with friends because there isn't anything quite like that that um the human interaction and as much as yeah things like zoom and technology are great I do think that um I think that I would probably go crazy if I worked on my own all the time so yeah definitely important to kind of get out of the also get out of the house or the office wherever that is and to have that interaction oh definitely yeah and while we're on the topic of technology is there any apps that you think are the most productive ones to use for people working from home like zoom has just taken off since like i think like i'd seen an article how zoom smashed uh skype i never liked skype i thought zoom was always way better but yeah. um is, is there any other apps that you use daily whether goal setting apps or just real productivity apps i'm using a couple now but i'd be interested to to know from a person working from home all the time what you yeah. might use yeah, I I also do use Zoom a lot. Um, I'd actually be lost without it. So it's it's and it's great to see it's obviously increasing at the moment. Um, but for me, um, things that are really useful is Toggle. Um, I'm not sure if you used Toggle before. Um, but well, it's, I don't use it personally, but I heard of it. Yeah, but, on, yeah. it's really great to to track time that you spend working on each client. So for example, I will set a timer when I start working on one client and stop it when I finish. And I can then track how much time I spend each month working on each client. So it just really helps whether you're on a retainer basis or an hourly basis, tracking how long it takes you to to do projects and i also find that it's like harvest i'm not sure it, i've not heard of harvest actually but it could be it could be similar yeah is that, yeah. Is that similar yeah it just tracks your time like the clock is on and then you can accumulate in at the end of the week or the end of the month how much time and invoice then the invoice is automatically created it's a yeah it's an interest there's a few different ones yeah. um, but continue yeah so i think yeah that's really great and kind of also and making sure that you're productive it's almost like that you know the eye behind your someone looking over your shoulder saying come on you know keep keep working this is your because you're on a timer so I find that really useful um and also slack um it's really great to work with um teams from all over the world and whether you've got different projects and systems you can um it's a bit like a, a big team whatsapp really with different channels um but that's really useful so there are two yeah, main ones that I use. Do you use it as well? Yeah, I, I think Slack is fantastic. Yeah. Um, what, I, what I started using personally is um, a few months ago. It's, uh, I don't know, would you call it an app? You just log onto the website and it just looks after it is rescue time. Okay. Um, and it, it just at the end of the, each day, you can see exactly um, where you are. So, um, for example, you can just say I spent or you can see that I spent 22% of my day um, looking on YouTube. 50% um, of my day was spent in PowerPoint. Do you know, it just tracks every uh, movement you do on the whole computer. And at the end of the day or the end of the week, you can just check what you spent the most amount of time on. Oh, wow, that so, sounds great. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's great. They've got all these technologies. And I, I think that's really important in keeping everyone, you know, accountable and, and also making sure you're not, you're not using your notepad just to track your time when it's, you know, we, we might as well make the most of the technology we've got. Exactly. Yeah. And 
you see like bigger companies um, and startups who want to scale, like they're probably not going to be sent, spending the same money on rent anymore. It's like, you know, they might have a small headquarters where mm-hmm. they can meet once or twice a week. Like, but you have to see if your business can be done um, remotely, why would you want to bear the cost, especially in cities like London where I'm located or in New York? It's, um, it's a lot of money for a startup to be, to be, ca- to be dishing out when they're just trying to get off the ground. Like, so it's, exactly. uh, it's going to be very interesting, isn't it? When, um, you know, when the economy gets going again and, and when businesses get up and running to see how people will actually continue to work, whether it will be, do you think there will be more homeworking? I definitely, I definitely think the homeworking will increase. Um, I know, and I see Morgan Stanley or, trying to reduce the amount of real estate they have because home working is working so well for them. Mm. Um, I, I think in some industries, like f- for my main industry is media video production. And I know for a lot of the work, it's better to kind of look over it and just, could you change that? Could you just change that up a bit? And it's nice to be on either side. But um, I, I feel that it might be like a rotating system where two people share the same desk, um, right? Debbie's in three days this week I'm in two days and then we swap over shifts the next week so you're not taking up as much space and um, yeah for people I just think who want to nip into the office and maybe just have a bit of a brainstorm like there's nothing like an open room and and people firing ideas onto a whiteboard either so uh, I just think um, like if I was personally speaking that I, I, I think if you just had a meeting with your team once or twice a week face to face on whatever strategic or innovations you're working on that um, yeah you just go in and have your meeting and just have a chat and do a bit of I suppose um, culture management and then yeah. go home and go about your business you know yeah I'm sure I'm sure it will I'm sure that's probably how it will go to be honest with you it'd be definitely interesting to see yeah for sure and and like working at home, baby. I like I see a lot of people. They're cooking a lot and new recipes up. So I'm just wondering about people's eating patterns, and I just wonder about yours. Some some people like definitely to start kind of find a harder structure, maybe their meals because they could just pick all day if they want. But <laughs> do you be interested in what you what you think? Yeah, definitely. When when you're working in the kitchen, which is what I was doing, um, and I'm doing at the moment. Um, was very difficult at, at the, in the beginning not to just to head to the fridge all the time, you know, for a little 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 snack or you know a biscuit break. Um, but what I what I found doing is that I, I found that I needed to start creating um, these healthy boundaries from from the beginning, so that I now kind of take a break. I always have my breakfast first, and I'll take a break for lunch and dinner, and I make sure that I'm consciously eating and enjoying my food. I think you know making sure that I'm not eating when I'm working um, and yes, I do have breaks, you know, still have, I still have biscuits on my protein balls and, and things that I really love. Um, but I just make sure that I, um, I'm consciously eating these and not just eating these for the sake of them or often boredom or procrastination. Um, and I also find that my, my, you know, my lunch breaks are chance for me to, to take a break from a project. I move, work on, move on to another, um, client's work. Um, so yeah, just making sure that I've, I've kind of got those, those boundaries. Um, and also I really enjoy eating healthily in general. Um, and I enjoy like a good balance of my favorite foods, um, and making things like smoothie bowls. So I do enjoy actually taking time out to make some of my favorite foods. I find that quite therapeutic and kind of switching off from the office. Um, so yeah. I do find 
just on about keeping on your breaks um, I see a lot of people working from home and a lot of articles online and LinkedIn and people say that they, they might work 9 to 11 or 9 to 10 30 take 20 minutes and go again mm-hmm. um, which is probably the best system to do and you, you don't get that opportunity to take short intervals in the workplace because um, the more is the better when you're working in these corporate offices sometimes so do you kind of work in spurts like that yeah to be honest with you I actually do because I feel like sometimes if you set like a big chunk of time to do one task then ultimately after a couple of hours your mind wanders off like you need to take a break to to refocus I do think um, I, in general that is a good way to kind of just to have a routine and to and to work your day and yeah even if it's just 10 minutes just to stand outside and and soak up some sun or you know have a breath of fresh air then then head back into your head back to your desk and that's that's really important in terms of productivity yeah it's definitely it's definitely something that's going to be implemented a lot more and even for companies that do stay in the office there has to be more intervals because like most offices the ones that I worked in, it's like you go in at eight or nine and your next break is your lunch break at yeah. 1 p.m. or 2 p.m. And like your brain isn't designed to work four or five hours without stopping. You exactly. know, so it's it's definitely something that needs to be pulled up in the workforce, whether that's um, government legislation, whatever. Just there has to be some sort of law br- brought in because we just can't keep working like robots. You know, Definitely. And I think that that's really what I think as well, I think that, you know, we, we conditioned to work like these chunks of time from nine till one, then you have your hour or half an hour for lunch, but that's not really that great for the human body and the mind to work that way. And I think, you know, that, that hopefully the working from home, that the nation at the moment, this can prove that we can be productive on our own. You know, we can set boundaries ourselves and we can, um, be productive. So, um, so yeah, having these. Hopefully, there'll be some in, like a legislation that's that's um, that's commences after this. Definitely. Oh, for sure. Hopefully, any we can only we can only hope. Yeah. But Debbie, that brings us to the end of the show. Um, thanks a lot for coming on uh, the call today. I really enjoyed having you on. Um, uh, yeah, it was a really enjoyable chat and. Like good to hear about some of your softwares you're using and just how you go about your business on day to day. So thanks a lot, Debbie, for, for calling in. That's great. Thank you and, so much, uh, Andrew. Thanks for having me.